0: We are live, Inappropriate Earl, cast, special edition, UFC 168 recap, we had Barnett fighting Brown, Rousey fighting Tate, uh, Silva and Weidman, and uh, some black guy with blonde hair, and the White guy who bled a lot. I mean, that guy bled more than uh Cyborg on her last known period. <laughs>
1: what was that? Like fifteen years ago?
0: We've got special guest on the uh Skakel Cast Center. Uh to my left. Well, this isn't on video, so who cares? The great Ryan O'Neill. Hello out there. Comedy store, paid regular, and uh, Jordan Lee. Yes, sir. Uh, we lost Mikey Olsen due to my uh, insane amounts of gas,
1: but... Uh, Dude, I've never seen anything like it. It was the worst shit I've ever smelled. Felt but, like I was uh, in some sort of a stable. I mean, my gas... Farm stable. Was...
2: Silva had it rough tonight, but it was actually us. Dude, I...
1: We got to get right to the devastation of that Anderson Silva leg break. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about my
0: gas uh, later. Uh, It's uh, I've never seen it other than Sid vicious jumping off the third rope against Scott Steiner. Uh, Your thoughts, Mr.
1: O'Neill on
2: the
0: leg breaking.
1: I'm heartbroken by it because a, I love Anderson Silva. B his career is over. He's done 38 broke the leg in half. He's never coming back. So in a way, though, it's good because you don't have to watch Anderson Silva get knocked out like 50 more times and ruin his legacy because he's never coming back from this. Absolutely. No. And we don't get to probably
0: ever see Steven Seagal in an octagon again. <laughs> I think I didn't see Seagal there, so maybe that was the problem. I think Seagal's uh, filming Expendables 4 uh, in those diapers. Uh and uh, Jim Miller with a nice fight tonight, nice submission good. win with uh a arm bar against the uh,
1: Fabricio Camos. It was but tonight was really about the fall of anyone who fought in pride. It was Barnett destroyed. Yeah. That was I didn't see that coming. I had Barnett taken Brown down and just titty fucking him with those big old Barnett tits and it didn't happen. The best baloney pancake nips
0: in the business. <laughs> He, had, he has the best f- uh, side fat of any heavyweight. I mean, I was asking you guys this before. I don't understand how a guy does that much cardio. I mean, insane three, four hours a day, and he's got love handles, a gut, and, like, these moobs. Oh, they're huge
1: titties. He's wearing those fucking shorts. He's got the shorts on with his, with his dick pad. Oh, yeah, he... Had- he had, like, those specially cut-out... Uh, Hayabayashi. Yeah, they were cut-out, but for, like, a white man's dick, like, real small package. Yeah, I mean, Czech Congo
0: uh, would have to wear, like, seven of those.
1: I, I will say this, that Barnett, next to Misha Tate, might be... He's probably runner-up for second-best titties. He's better titties than Rousey tell or, you that yeah uh, well those oh, elbows oh just, we're watching uh, it right
0: now we're watching we of course we have the sound turned down because of a copyright infringement uh i'm sure the amount of viewers this podcast is going to get uh in case you uh,
1: oh. hey big girl just gassed one
0: <laughs> In case you, uh, oh that was not God. the uh, speaker system. That was O'Neal trying to make a a, a late night comeback. <laughs>
1: I will say this: uh, I think the biggest winner at UFC 168 is Earl Skakel. He knocked out three men <laughs> yeah. a, with a single fart. And his dog passed out for a few seconds. And even you thought my,
0: you killed your dog. Even my dog Lois, who's a tough dog, uh, picked her up from the pound.
1: She had some. <laughs> she uh, couldn't take it. She tapped out. You know that she was molested by some pound like creepy pound worker too, who probably farted at her face, made it lick her lick her asshole. Well, I'm trying to go clean on the podcast. Oh really? I mean after we've well, we'll cut that out.
0: After Galern brought in Jason Washington and talking about uh, you know, chili dogs after Belladonna. It's uh But you know <laughs> that's what the edit button's for. But you know, I thought Misha Tate did better uh I think Rousey's been exposed. Well, you know, it's, she's just so good at the one thing the judo throws that it's hard to uh, yeah, combat but no, that.
2: No, nobody can come close to comparing Demisha Tate's camel toe for this fight. The camera shots were just amazing. Well, I, I
0: disagree with you, Jordan, because I think if the UFC ever signs a cyborg, uh, which that's the only fight left for <laughs> Rousey.
1: That won't really be a camel toe. It'll just be a cock outline in her are and she, her shorts.
0: Maybe she'll. Uh, she'll use, have a
1: huge clit. She'll use Barnett's uh, custom-made Hayabashi <laughs> shorts. I, I think this next fight for Rousey is going to be a tough one because she Misha Tate, who's she's good, but she's not the best fi- female fighter out there. She took her to the third round, and if you can just counteract Rousey's judo, I think you can win because she does not like to get hit, and we saw it every time she got punched. She would immediately go for that throw to get on the ground. Yeah, and Ronda
2: lost the fire. She lost the fire in her eyes after that first round. Hey,
1: speaking of fire, guys. Oh, big Earl just gassed one. So we're having some audio problems. Uh, Overall, a lot of highs and lows on this card. I am. I was. I'm just still. We were so amped up during this Anderson Silva fight that when the conclusion finally hit us. It really zapped all our energy. This what room, the life got sucked out of it.
0: Well, it's kind of sad, you see. the Probably the greatest, uh, you know, some might say
1: Fedor in his prime, 10 years undefeated. Uh, Silva, pretty much the same thing. It's tough with when you start hearing all these guys come out about the pride fixing, the fight fixing over there.
0: Yeah, I mean, there was def- oh, uh, Fedor uh, definitely had a few, uh, uh, how, how should you say, uh, he had a few jobbers on his card, the Hong Kong yeah. and...
1: Jeff Monson, uh, I'll never forget that fight. If he weren't so lazy, he could have easily gone to 205, which he should have done. He would have dominated.
2: What do you guys think would have happened? I mean, the first round Anderson didn't look that good. What do you think would have happened had the leg not broken? What were you thinking was coming in the second round? I think in any fight that
1: Anderson hasn't knocked a guy out in the first round, he usually loses the first round. Almost always. He's a slow starter for been, sure. He got dominated by Dan Henderson. He was dominated by Chael Sonnen. Travis Luter took him in those first rounds but it's not he's not like a first round guy he picks it up
0: I don't think he would have submitted Weidman I mean I mean it's possible he could have gotten in the triangle I think yeah I think he would have just ended up
1: knocking him out but at least this way Weidman really hasn't definitively beat beat him Uh, that's the guy I feel
0: sorry for the most I mean he some say he just got lucky in the first fight with a you know Silva fucking round, and then you know I mean what can you do? The guy shattered his leg.
1: Oh my God! It, was kick. it wasn't taking
2: a kick. It was I mean it was giving it was him him dealing out the blow, and and that's probably the way it should have went down. If he's gonna leave the sport, that's the way it's got to go.
0: But I've often wondered why that doesn't. You know more about MMA than I do. I don't do it. I'm
1: too much of a pussy. You do it. I I I used to do Muay Thai and I, to, you know, Taekwondo and stuff. And well, that's but more than I'm, I do. yeah, I mean I'm not. But I'm I, not mean, doing
0: I remember one time I was fucking around with you at the comedy store. Now you know people may look at us and go, "Oh, Skakel would manhandle him just because I'm more muscular." <laughs> I guess you'd say. Yeah. But I'm, th- I'm a thin build, you, but you had me in some like weird fucking, you know, almost like the Muay Thai clinch, and I was powerless. <laughs> you could have really messed me up if we were, you know, obviously we're never gonna fight. But yeah, no, or unless, unless you, you know, badmouthed one of my ex-women, you know, the Dagmars, the Croydens. I mean, of course. <laughs> We all know Gale's off-limit,
1: but... Uh, I would never badmouth Croydon or Dagmar. Both of them phenomenal writers. I've read scripts that they've written, sent to me. Well, I mean, their scripts... For starring vehicles. I, I think even Jeff Speakman would turn down their scripts.
0: And, uh, <laughs> the Dragon weapon. Wilson might. He well, might he's, jump in he's there. kicking around in Venice, working out at uh, Powerhouse Gym off of uh, Mindanao away.
1: Is he over there?
0: I used to work out with Lou Ferrigno there. I mean, I didn't work out with him, but... He know. was around? I remember one time, this was at the height of my strength. I was benching like 275, which is a lot if you've never done roids. And, you know, I have long arms, so it, that's the worst body for a bench. And yeah. he just came in there, said hello to the guy behind the counter, Eddie, and What did just, he say?
1: Hello? Uh, 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 and oh. then
0: just put, did 315 for a warm-up like it was nothing. Jesus.
1: Can he hear nothing or can he hear just a little bit he
0: reads lips. yeah i think he can hear like noise like if like if he, he, he reads can, those
1: pussy lips
0: well i don't know about that i mean you know how'd you like to be the sound guy on pumping iron where you got schwarzenegger <laughs> who can't speak english and ferrigno can't under, you know and probably then, yeah and then
2: ferrigno's dad who never shuts up ferrigno's yeah dad,
1: How'd you like to be the fucking boom guy? Oh, it'd be terrible. But, uh, Schwarzenegger and pumping iron. What a charismatic son of a bitch. I mean, he he was great shit. And And then just now look at him. His body just looks like a deflated fucking tire. It's kind of mean. Yeah.
0: You look at him in predator and he he was probably 40. Hold on. All right. That, the uh we got uh O'Neill staging a late night comeback, but might be
1: too little. That was I think it's little. If if we had these microphones on earlier, they would have seen that you were you had a dominant. Oh, tonight. I was um, Bigfoot Silva on
0: top of Fedor bombing gassers. And, yeah, because I take so many supplements
1: just well, today alone. Well, today you got because you knew heavyweights were fighting. You took a couple of hot rods. 6, I took thousands. Them my earl's boner pack yeah uh,
0: which is a hot rod 5000
1: it's not a heavyweight fight if burl <laughs> earl is to get a boner what's call Ma- you burl
0: to burl that's what stephen Piercy called me when i met him burl his book signing burl. six pe- six people at his book signing i called the guy up said hey is there a line i you know he's like no come please come he actually was begging <laughs> me to come and he- how many
1: of the people were his family
0: uh, probably three, and then I was fourth in line. And uh, he, you know, they had the way they did it at the book signing was they had a yellow uh, post-it, and they would put it on page number one with your name on it, so he could just open it up and go, oh, Earl. He's like, Hey, man, what's your name? I said, Earl. He said, Merle. I said, No, <laughs> Earl. And then he's like, Burl. I'm like, No, Earl. It's right on the yellow post-it right in front of you. There's
1: like three people here. Yeah.
0: And I had an arcade tour shirt, which was his band after Rat, and uh, he was like, "Where'd you get that shirt?" I said, uh, "At the concert." And uh, I think this might have been his reply. Oh. <laughs> so, um, you know, was, this has nothing to do with UFC One Sixty Eight, but, uh, but that's
1: the beauty of it. So, what happened? The guy, signed so he just and-
0: signed my book and said, uh, "I think he said rock and roll." <laughs> he stole from Galern. <laughs> Where did
1: they uh, have the book? Signing? Book Soup. Book soup,
0: and this was at eleven.
1: in Wasn't the morning. Wasn't like Pink
0: Dot. No, <laughs> eleven in the morning on Saturday. So he's not a. Oh he dressed God. like Johnny Cash and shades on, and uh, you know. But his book was very entertaining.
1: What the fuck? Yeah, I imagine, dude. Those guys used. To, I remember some of those band. Quiet Riot performed at the Silver Bullet Lounge in uh, the fuck New Haven, or what was it? New Haven. No. Oh, South Haven, Indiana, which is the biggest dump. In Indiana, is a town over from me, and the Silver Bullet Lounge used to have uh, bare knuckle fighting in the back. So you could go if you went through the bar and you went out back, you could place money and dudes would just fight. Dudes would get their teeth knocked out. They'd be spitting teeth out. These guys with no health insurance that were fighting back there. Well, probably
0: my favorite quiet ride—not story, but just fact about them is they had a Kickstarter last year, which is like panhandling online. <laughs> uh for their documentary and you know how you can do uh have you ever done a kickstarter for any no. your? you know you like 10 bucks you get an autograph cd if you donate 100 you get like a picture yeah for ten thousand dollars if you <laughs> gave ten thousand dollars you could actually be in the documentary
2: well well some somebody has to be because kevin DeBron and randy rhodes are both dead
0: well, Randy Rhodes, he would have left Quiet Ride right along, you know, if he was alive. Uh, of course, we all know Randy Rhodes was replaced by the incomprehensible, talented man known as Jake E. Lee, touring right now in Red Dragon
1: Cartel. Get their album now. <laughs> oh How much were they looking to get for this documentary? Like, what was I think like hundred grand. Oh my gosh! So, what? Ten grand? Why not go for like a thousand dollars? No one's going to give you ten grand. Well, I thought about it. I was like, how cool would
0: that be to be in the documentary? I have nothing to do with the band.
1: What would they do? Make up a backstory for you?
0: I think it's just this is the one idiot we found that gave us 10 grand.
1: So that would be like a big. They should just do a documentary about the idiot that gave them 10 grand. Like what, what right and wrong in his life. Well, I wasn't in an
0: elevator at the Porn Awards with Kevin Dubrow. It was me, him.
1: What were you doing at the Porn Awards?
0: Uh, David Lee Roth was playing, and I'd never seen him at, at that point, so I was like, "Oh, just, that'd be fun to go there." And he uh, was
1: performing at the Porn Awards.
0: Uh, yeah, it's like uh, it was at the Hard Rock. And, was it the AVNs. Yeah, but this was like maybe ten, twelve years ago, and uh, so I'm in the elevator with my my buddy Brent, who drums for Slash. I'm not trying to name drop, but just that's who I went with.
1: Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> and
0: uh, and it was me, Brent, Kevin DuBrow, and two hookers. And Kevin DuBrow looks at us and goes. AIDS, herpes. You decide. And uh, how
1: how was the how was the atmosphere in that? I right don't think the race? girls liked
0: that very much, but he laughed. <laughs> and he had like a full head of hair. Like he had like, a a wig. Po- well, no shit. He was losing his hair in the "Come On, Feeling Noise" video, <laughs> which was kind of a rip off of Y and T's "Don't Stop Running."
1: But we won't go there. This is big, earl, The encyclopedia of eighties terminology, right here. But no here. one cares. I've never seen a man that can throw out 80s references like you. Never.
0: But that's what I thought, you know, when I first started stand-up. I thought, I want to stand out. Everyone's going to talk about relationships and politics. And I was like, well, if I talk about something nobody cares about, but at least it's kind of funny, that'll make me
1: stand out. And it did. I always, I always, when I didn't even know you, I remembered that you would just yell out shit about David Hasselhoff or... Branscone
0: Richmond, the Indian who was in... The- all the shitty '80s movies, yeah. you know.
1: Or you're uh, the only guy that would throw out like a renegade reference, like Bobby Six Killer. That's Branscom Ridge. Yeah, that's that reference. I met Fred Dwyer uh, uh,
0: Hunter the other night at the bookstore. I asked him what time <laughs> it was. I didn't know it was him, so I asked him what time it was, and then about ten minutes later, I'm like, Jesus Christ, that was Hunter. Also, a football player. I know, legendary football player, but I it was like. I'm Like, hey man, I'm a Steeler fan, but you were great. He's like, but Hunter, come on, man,
1: give me any Jeez. fist bump. Was <laughs> Bless you. That's why Thank you. What, uh, what? Who was the guy who played in the Equalizer? Robert uh, Ull- Ul- Ulrich. Uh, uh, no, no, that was Vegas. No, he was the Equalizer. No, no, wasn't he. Who Edward, oh, uh, that's
0: right, he was the English older guy. white guy? Edward Woodward or something like that. Okay. I got kicked out of the Desert Inn once for paging Dantana. Cause that's <laughs> that's where Dan Tana was based out of with uh, Benzer. Never touched the T Bird, Benzer. Yeah, well, they, well, I did it a few too many times. I literally you just kept
1: going up to the desk and say no, I, were, I was whoever you grab the, the craft
0: table and I just would pick up the white phone and go, "Hey, man, I'm, it's a real important call. I need to speak to Mister Dan Tana." And they're like, "Who are you? Who like, was this? This is about two weeks ago." And, <laughs> no, de- desert ends long since gone, but. Uh, you know, I mean, who else has an autographed picture
1: of the Indian from Predator in their bedroom? No, nobody else does. Billy Bear from Fort You need, Hours. Uh, you need the Duke. Uh, what was his name? Bill Duke. Bill Duke. Met him. I saw that guy. He's a big guy. Big guy and talks just like he did in Predator. Yeah. He when I saw him, he was shaving, just like in Predator. and He broke the razor Run. while we were talking. Were you in a helicopter <laughs> <laughs> going on a mission? No, no, we we're just hanging out outside of the parking lot. Sensei Kreese
0: was never in Predator. What are you talking about? No, Kreese? he was not. I'm telling you right now. Martin Cove was not in Predator. He was in Rambo. Are you sure? Hey, I'm positive. He was
1: in Rambo. He was not in Predator, dude. I'm telling you right now. I can name Shane Black cast. was in Predator. Shane Black, a I used to write. Pussy parties at his house. Oh really? Oh, dude, that guy was rich right out of college, selling Lethal Weapon. He was the fucking king of the '80s script sales.
0: He had a house in Hancock Park off of Wilshire, and uh, my friend, my friend Miami Eric, had heard of a pussy party he was having. So we walk up. Oh. Shane Black is '80s picking- too.
1: That was when you could fuck chicks without yeah. condoms because no one was getting AIDS. Well, or you can't catch AIDS twice. Yeah. Uh, and Shane Black was picking flowers in
0: his yard, and he looks up at us and like, "Hey, man, we're just here." We don't really know you. And they like, go on in, guys. <laughs> and he had a disco. He had a nightclub. Was club. there a lot of chicks there? Not really. A bunch of dudes.
2: Oh, okay. But he had Did a, you
0: still fuck? No, but I, I, I did my Indian... Uh, I, no, I did my Predator impression for him uh, when he was drunk upstairs in his nightclub. I'm like, hey, man, listen, I'm not an actor or anything, so don't worry about that, but can I do my Indian and Predator impression for you? And he's like, no.
1: And I did it anyway. And that's why you didn't get in the last Boy Scout. Yeah, I actually was in that movie. Were it's you b- a football player? Nah. Yeah. Shut up. Are you serious? You were the last Boy Scout. I did a. Mo- uh, I did a. Uh, so wait. So where are you? What are your cameos? Uh, bench warmers was my bench warmers role, Where you puked? Where I puked and it got. That uh, was almost a talking role. One line.
0: Yeah. Oh, you did who, have a line. Who did this? Yeah. Then you threw up. And then I threw up. Took like three hours to shoot. <laughs> I was in the Babe Ruth story. Does Schneider
1: remember you from that?
0: Um, I we didn't really talk a lot. Okay. And then you were in and the Babe Ruth story. I played one of the Yankees.
1: And that was with John Goodman, or no? No, that
0: was with Stephen Lang. Uh, okay. So, but the, the lesser, the, the lesser of the, the, of, the two of the two, and biopics. Then, uh, well, I I was in uh, a United Airlines commercial with Mike Singletary what year was this um 89 <laughs> i got my first two national commercials
1: ever <laughs> and then nothing for and the then next 20 years nothing for 15 years. i got i got or,
0: sag after my first commercial
1: you do you thought you, you thought my career is gonna skyrocket from here
0: i swear to god i thought wow it's not that hard and literally went 15 years between booking those.
1: <laughs> it's not that bad
0: but i mean I, i'm talking 15
1: fucking years
0: Were you well, here's the thing. Long story short, and we'll get back to UFC 168 in a minute, though. But, you know, most podcasts, this is a funny podcast right here. I mean, this is no joke. Yeah, we just you got to go with it. I don't know when it's going to air, but, uh, you know. It kept, may never air. Might, this might be unaired aired episodes of the inappropriate Earl.
1: And who knows? We may stumble stumbled onto Earl and Ryan and, and Jordan. And, and <laughs> it's weird because I never knew any of this stuff. Because you're usually pretty tight-lipped about... Uh, anything dating back uh, earlier than 2000 in well, your life? you know, I, I was a fairly accomplished commercial actor
0: for about a month. And then <laughs> you were in the last Boy Scout. Last Boy Scout because I was in a 38 Special video. You were in a 38 Special video? We did, I didn't even know that you were, you did music videos, too. 1991. Were you jacked? I was with a great commercial agency at the time that did all sports commercials. So any Bud Light... It, you know they also had that big guy. Remember Heartbreak Ridge, the movie, the Clint Eastwood yeah. movie. Remember the big guy, the Swede. Okay, Pete. Uh, guy, uh, I don't know, but I mean Pete Koch. He, he the big the the like the guy. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I vaguely know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, uh, he was like the main guy. They had all
1: the American gladiators. Was Tex Cobb in that. that in a hockey commercial or something? Didn't you? That, that was the first commercial I ever did. What? Uh, Jesus Christ, you were on fire!
0: I was like the D'Elia of commercials. Were you jacked? I was pretty big, hairless,
1: flat top. I mean, are you more Jack now than you yeah. were
0: then? Oh, okay. Back now, back then I was just more bulkier. Like you know, I wasn't cut. I didn't work out as much as I do now. Yeah, okay. You, know, but because you of don't some, do the elliptical? No, as but much? Be, uh, because of some personal, some personal uh, crisis in the last few months, I've had to uh, uptake the workout.
1: <laughs> what happened?
0: I had a uh, rough breakup, so but uh, you know that's So you're hitting that gym hard. Yeah, you can't get any more shredded. I know, but you know, I just uh, you know it helps me get through my pain and okay. Um, well, that hot rod. That,
1: that hot rod's helping you too.
0: Well, yeah, but that's I don't even uh, I'm not even boning right now. I'm just you know kind of. You're just getting boner. You just got to get boners. I'm off the grid right now. I just
1: jerk it. Nothing like beats jacking off no you're right and i mean especially the older you get too it's like a lot of fucking can be a hassle sometimes so yeah. you're just like yeah. i'd rather just jerk off and then forget about fucking and not have know, to go know, through know, that whole
0: system, yeah off. i put a beach towel down on my ground uh, up in the uh, carpet upstairs and i uh, just pump it until i pump bl- it blast it don't you get a uh, rug burn no, on not the way i do it <laughs> you get a nice cotton towel from target okay Put it in the dryer for about two minutes, so it's nice and warm. And you just pump and dump.
1: So you so you're just cleaning cum like all off your stomach and chest. No, underneath.
0: no, no. I'm like on the ground, going like this. Yeah, but you rub. But right, I, I I
1: come on the towel. No, no, but towel. but some of it gets on your stomach. No, no, because I shoot to the right. Oh, because you, before you cum, your dick. Yeah, it, I it shoot. goes. Is your dick cock to the right?
0: Well, you know, he, is it is it
1: a little crooked? He's like a, he's like a power
0: forward. No, I aim it. I aim the uh, the dick that way so I don't blast all over. Have you do you watch anything?
1: No, I don't need really? to. Really? No. Wow. My mind is I I can't use my imagination anymore for any for shit. But who but you guys probably jack off like this. I mean with the hand. I have like a three-finger system that I use. What are you throwing a knuckleball? <laughs> yeah. I'm a knuckleballer jerker offer.
0: Well, I mean, you know, whatever gets you to blow it.
1: Yeah, that's, that's all you can do. Well, that's a pretty crazy system. I've never really... I mean, I, I, when you're a kid, you sometimes put two pillows together and you like yeah. bone those with a tissue in there. Similar. But, but not. when you get in your 40s, it's... It like,
0: I'm 45, man. I'm trying out for old faces at Montreal. hi <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, I got a pilot called "Damaged Goods." That's
1: it uh, might be on Netflix. You Dude, know? why don't you? You should be in these Seagal movies. These straight to DVD shit. Like you could play like the crazy. Well, I'm not really an actor, you know. I mean, we well, don't have. It's neither Seagal. Well, I did audition for Sons of
0: Anarchy, though. Did you? Well, when you had your hair long? No, no, I had uh, with Rutger Hauer and the Tex Cobb. Um, I w- auditioned actually as a white supremacist. <laughs> it's not believable it was the it, it was the craziest audition I go in there because someone saw me uh, do a, a joke about the show and the, oh that this guy likes the show we'll have men and uh, you know they're like hey uh, we got a few questions we're losing a lot of people on these questions um, you know would you shave your head and I'm not balding so I thought oh yeah it grows back I guess they're like, well, would you get extensive tattoo work done? And I'm like, it's not permanent, is it? And they're like, no, but it's a tattoo, and it takes about twelve hours, and it's gonna say some pretty, you know, racially wacky stuff. And I'm like, no. <laughs> huh? uh, dude, you might, you might actually want to keep that then. Yeah, really. It <laughs> might look good on you. On the stage of flex. you but here's the third question, though, and it got real quiet. And they had the main black actor from the show, the bad guy who dresses in the suits. Yeah. He's really good. He's on tons of things. And they're like, well, this is a question we're losing a lot of people on because it's kind of, you know, you've seen the show. You're obviously a fan of it. You know, we kind of push the envelope with storylines and language. But uh, would you feel comfortable seeing the N-word on camera? And I looked at him in the most deadpan voice and said, and get paid?
1: (laughs) Then they're like, you know what? That's what lost it for you. Because they're like, yeah. oh, this guy is yeah. like a diehard. Didn't hear it back from him. You should have you gone in there with already hate speech already tattooed on your body. <laughs> and you'd be like, hey, look, I'll save you the work. <laughs>
0: I'm a well, I, You know, I, they had me say the line a few times. And the line, I'm not going to say the N word, but it was like, just right off. I'm not selling guns to the Mayans. and the, And I kept screwing up the first part so I could just keep saying the word over and over again. Like it felt too real. I'm like, I'm not gonna sell guns to the Micans. <laughs> well, O'Neal's making a late that's his third fart since the podcast. <laughs> oh, we
1: got a <laughs> <Some> one-two <laughs> combo, my friend. <laughs> I'm uh counter punching now. Uh, I got enough in me though. Uh, well this is that some insider info. Big Earl, a big eighties actor and commercial actor. I could have been, and then I got You, you were know, an action movie. I mean, God. I was there. So, uh, at the 38th
0: special video, it was a ballad. It came out in 91. I, I guess you could look it up and see what they released, uh, like in June or July. And uh, I was the smallest guy on, on the field. It was all huge, like American Gladiator type dudes. And uh, Can you see yourself in it? If we played it now, I mean, would you, you be able yeah. to point yourself out? Uh, well, I mean, I knew what number I was wearing. Are you wearing glasses? No, no. I was like, I think 80. No, I think I was number 87 in the video. But the producer wanted, like, really, he wanted football scenes. And I was way
1: out of my element. So we played, basically, tackle football. Were you getting beat? Oh, I was getting killed. And is, then at the end... Is that what inspired you to work out and get big so you never get picked on in a football scene in a movie again?
0: I just work out for the chicks, man. I mean, I figure, you know, I like a girl when I see a girl with a great body. I mean, it gets me going. So I figure, well, I mean, it must be the same... Yeah, but you must admit, though, Gail is a beautiful woman.
2: Gail's amazing. Yeah, Gail's definitely beautiful, but I've seen you look at some real slobs.
0: Well, I'm a titty guy. I'm a titty guy, so, you know, I'll sacrifice in the face if. Uh, oh,
1: dude, yeah. I've seen you sacrifice more than the face. I've seen you sacrifice everything just for, like, for one good titty. I mean, like, I think the other one wasn't even good. I think it was beat up. If you lined up. If you lined up my one-night
0: stands, uh, they'd look like uh, a scouting uh, combine of the offensive linemen in last year's draft. Some real gorillas.
1: Dude, yeah. Gale used to be big?
0: No, no. Gail was always big. But you crazy. also like uh, porn guys. Well, I'm fast. I don't watch porn because my glasses fog up, but uh, hey. <laughs> That's two pros working. Are you working it.
1: out for the Montreal comedy? Did That's I cool. say I tried out Is this for, new material?
0: I tried out for four straight years. Each year I did better
1: than the next, and it just it wasn't happening, man. I don't know why I didn't get it, but Did man. you say do you know who the fuck I am? I was in The Last Boy Scout, a thirty eight yeah. special video. Walt I, what? With Walter Payton? No uh Walter no, no. I think it was uh well, I was
0: excited because D Day from Animal House was in the uh, Last Boy Scout. <laughs> Bruce McGill, who's a yeah. legendary. In the greatest episode of Miami Vice ever, Out Where the Buses Don't Run, that was the uh, name of the episode. What was
1: the? I've been catching up on my Miami Vice.
0: I think it's season one. He plays this crazy guy in search of Hank Weldon, who was a the local drug dealer, and he the whole point throughout the whole episode, they're looking for this guy, Hank Weldon. And at the end of the episode, he'd been dead for twenty years. He are, he killed him twenty years ago, but he he got, he was crazy. Oh, Jordan, ch- Jordan chipping in with an assist Jesus. there. You guys are that real amateurs, uh, uh,
1: d- dude. How great are the fucking guest stars on Miami Vice? Ed O'Neill, Bruce uh, Willis, Liam oh, Neeson, uh, Ted Nugent, Tex Cobb. I mean, Tex uh, Cobb, uh, one of the greatest N- kickboxer. Slash boxers, slash uh, Co- action movie stars. Well, people don't he, remember how... That, g- guy was, that guy's retarded now. Have you seen him? Well, yeah, he's, Well, I mean, you know, who, this is like we were talking with the Anderson
0: Silva's fighting in Brazil and Fedor in Russia. Who knows how many fights Tex Cobb had off yeah. the books.
1: And he was a great kickboxer. Yeah. You know. He was the most ath- unathletic dude. You remember in... Uh, what was that movie where they're going back to Vietnam to save Uncommon the rich Uncommon Ballard, dude. Yeah. How bad were his kicks when he fought Swayze in the river? You know, they were good enough to beat Swayze. Dude, they were the worst kicks I've ever seen. It looked like that guy hadn't done martial arts in probably 20 years. Hey, has Swayze started Ghost 2 yet? new <laughs> more. <laughs> <Hi-oh! laughs>
0: <laughs> this is, new,
1: <laughs> this is uh, Earl's
0: Fardcast. Yeah, welcome. We're live. We're <laughs> We're after uh, UFC 168 here, but we're delving into the entertainment world as well. It's Hold a, on it's one second. It's a tough second.
1: business. Keep talking. It's a tough business. Jesus. That's business. <laughs> <laughs> this business this
2: what, did you, what did you guys think about uh, Ronda Rousey not shaking her hand after that? I just saw on Twitter people were making a fit about it.
0: I, I kind of liked it because she's true to like. I don't like it when guys go at it. Dude, and, I,
1: I think once you fight, like, the beef is squashed, like... Also, she's, like, saying, like, uh, Misha Tate, uh, yeah, and fucked with my family. Like, come on, man. You're taking it too far. It was all for shtick for TV. You know it. You're selling tickets. What I don't get is why doesn't Rousey become more likable? You're going to be a better champion. You're going to last longer if you're likable. And she's just a cunt all the time.
0: But I think it's the best of... Uh both worlds for the UFC because you're you're gonna have fans who love her no matter what she does, and then you're gonna have the fans who can't wait to see her
1: lose, so they'll tune in. I mean, they get both angles. You know what though? When when you love somebody, you always tune in. Like I don't like her. I don't know. I'm, I wouldn't be like dying to see her get whipped. You know. I mean, I don't want to see her. You know that the UFC doesn't want
0: to see her lose because in her whole, it's like Goldberg and wrestling.
1: But, but she was definitely exposed tonight well yeah if you, you have to be a, a great, great striker. striker and good defense and the judo throw yeah and you can do it I mean me should like I said well who's she's the, not, the she's I don't think I think they what do they have her number two or number three ranked was, uh, realistically I don't think she's that good
0: who's the wrestler McMahon I think that's the one who might be able to like be strong enough to not get thrown away down uh and then there's a girl we were talking the about jiu- the gold, gold medalist, medalist in and judo, judo but yeah. I don't think she's full MMA
1: Wasn't that Sarah Kaufman chick used to be pretty she's good tough. too yeah
0: I saw her lose to Rousey in uh, San Diego Yeah unbelievable it Was that like Strike Force? I mean, yeah because my buddy uh the KO kid Keith Barry was on the uh fight <laughs> Great fighter Do you it have was...
1: any guys that have regular names or is everyone's like LA Larry <laughs> and uh, Miami Mike Little and, Larry
0: is he back in the game? I don't know <laughs> I mean I, I have not. a weird uh you know I, my father had a uh My dad had a very strange array of friends from literally billionaires to street uh prostitutes and I I take the same uh the same route You know like it's I'm friendship. friends with Russell Peters and I'm friends with Boon Shakalaka.
1: Yeah are you consider Boone a friend?
0: I mean I I'm not saying I would go would to you movies have him over with your him. house No I would not have I him had over had to a my really house. nice array of comedians too oh, did you give him to him? Oh from Dan And Boon Shakalaka. Boone is a homeless uh, transvestite at the Comedy yeah. Store, for those of you listening, who, uh,
1: who's also a uh, shoplifter.
0: Shoplifter. And, and yeah, he has like kind of... Popular. World-class thief. Uh, he can get laptops, iPods, MacBooks, but he can't get me my wristbands I've been asking for for two well, years. We can
1: get you MacBooks and iPods with David Taylor's name on them. <laughs> Dave Taylor. Uh, uh, he's a friend legend. of ours who Boone Shacklock went to his house and stole a bunch of shit from him. And, uh, you know, and, and then there's Russell Peters on the other end. Of the yeah, spectrum. who's the one. Uh, we'll the, buy you brand new things. Seventh or eighth highest paid comedian I love last year. And one of the nicest dudes. Oh, super uh, nice guy. I mean, he
0: knew I was a big Kiss fan. And, uh, he's a real nice guy. He said, Well, Paul Stanley's playing the House of Blues. We have the same management. I'll take you. And I'm like, Well, let me pick you up. Let me at least take you there. He's like, No, no, I'll take you to dinner too. I mean, he's like so nice. And he didn't even know me that well
2: complimented his watch, and he just took off the watch and gave it to him.
1: That's how I am with the uh, sneakers. Are you, hey, I like those sneakers. What size do you wear? What size do you wear? 11 and a half. i I'm 13. I'm 13 baby. Jordan's going to walk out of here with two size 13. Jesus Christ. So next time you see Russell Peters... Say you love his watch? Hey, Russell, love the car. Dude, he, yeah, for that guy, it wouldn't even matter. He'd just drop it. But know, he like could that. be
0: a dick, though. I mean, like, you hear stories about other famous comics who were kind of weenies, and R- Russell's like, it's genuine, too, which is what I Oh,
1: mean. no, he's a great guy. He's, a, he's one of the few happy Dude, he how, and how could you not be when you have that kind of success? I mean, how could you be miserable?
0: You're easily the top five comics in the world, you know, money-wise i mean your fan base in india is just like but and you and you don't
1: you're not making your money doing a puppet act like dunham dunham hates himself because people just yell give us you know five minutes into dunham trying to do real stand-up everyone's like bring out the puppet yeah or larry the cable guy you know he's man. i think that guy seems happy too i think
2: he enjoys doing that but everyone
1: shits on him but like i'll give him credit he found a fucking niche He exploited it. Oh yeah, and he made millions of dollars.
0: I remember when I walked into a Walmart in Lake Havasu, and they had Larry the Cable Guy underwear flying off the shelves. I mean, people were literally standing, you know, twenty deep to buy his merch. And I'm like, I get it. I mean, this is his fan base, Lake Havasu freaks. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, I
2: was, uh, I was in Ohio a couple months ago, and they were selling like ketchup flavored potato chips with his face on it. Why not, I man? Branding, I would do that. dude. Why not make the money while you can?
0: I would do that in two seconds if I could figure out a way to, you know. I'm just trying to make it, man. Uh, Neil had a false, <laughs> false alarm. alarm. I whiffed it, on that one. By the way, there will be video—not uh, of this uh, particular episode—but the uh, the cast is just taking shape right now. Think of this as uh, pilot demos. You know, we got a couple. Don't uh,
1: make excuses. Yeah, no, I'm this gonna is, get some cameras. I mean, this would be much no, better no, video-wise, but I think it's fine. But oh, right, so overall, UFC 168, yeah, yeah. your we'll final thoughts, Earl? It was awesome. It
2: was awesome, but it was a let. I mean, it was it was a great fight. All the fights in general, and the, and the whole card and everything. But it was some of the you know the decisions were a letdown. I mean, was, I didn't want to see Barnett because we all like Barnett. We see him and everything, but that was a fucking pounding. Yeah, I mean he took one Barnett. bad shot, and that was it. Well, the thing uh, most
0: people, uh, most wrestlers try and do with uh, Brown, because they think he's weak on the ground, is try and get him there. But to get him there, you got to get in that position where your head's he, just
1: laying there. And they say he's never been taken down in I the think, UFC career? Uh, some, I think, well, Overeem didn't really take him down. I Dude, guess. Overeem had him beat if Overeem had any gas in the tank. Overeem's just like, he, he doesn't give a fuck anymore. But I
0: also think Overeem fought clean in the Brown fight. You could tell he wasn't as yeah. muscular. He was, you know, at least doughy for him, uh, shredded for any one of us. But, uh, and
1: a roided up Overeem, Brown doesn't get up. But, you know. That's why pride, man, when everyone could shoot roids. I don't yeah. know why they don't legalize roids for fighting because it just makes them angry, it makes the fights more exciting. Remember when Mark Coleman attacked the referee? Oh yeah. They pulled him off, punched a hole in the wall after yeah. I mean. <laughs> like that's the I love that roid rage after a fight. I mean, listen, these guys are it, it, you
0: know McCain was right. I'm sorry. I love the UFC, but it really is human. It's skilled human cockfighting. I don't agree with that. I think boxing is way
1: more savage than Oh, it. I don't know. I don't think so. I think I think you see a lot more blood, but like the injuries they're not that bad. I mean, except Anderson Silva breaking his fucking leg on oh, the, yeah. Weidman's knee. But I mean, in MMA, it's you know you've got the elbow strikes and, and uh, but it's just cuts, man. It's just little things here and there. But they stop them, you know. They stop them quickly. But I mean, I know of one particular. Uh, I I think they should do a, a,
0: a study on the first, say the first five UFC fighters, guys who fought in those and yeah. the Dan. I mean, I oh, they're know fucked, what- but they already know they're fucked. But I mean, these guys are. Just, look at the guy we f- just saw fight the the oh, the black the black Brazilian with the blonde hair. Yeah, like. Volk, Volker. Was that Vol? Yeah, Vol. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's, he's a
1: tough dude. He's taking a lot of beatings. You, Maldonado. Oh, I would Lieben. love
0: Lieben, And ten years to arrange a conference call between Maldonado and Volker, and it'd be like.
1: <laughs> dude, isn't it? Uh, isn't it? Is it Gary Goodrich? <laughs> Yeah, Goodridge is he, out of He's
0: 44. He's got dementia. I mean, Goodridge is 1 year younger than me. He's he's fucked. And Completely it, fucked. If you saw him and I love Boss Route Show, what is it MMA live yeah, or uh, MMA
1: weekly or something? Whatever it, know, it, whatever it, Whatever the
0: show is, they interviewed him like 2 years ago and he looked like Cindy Brady staring into the camera. In that one episode where yeah. she was on the game show. And, you know, Boss and the other guy, Kenny Rice, uh, they're like, so, Gary, tell us about the book.
1: And he literally says, oh, like, he was gone. gone. Dude, he, in the book, he says, I'm, I'm done. Like, But he's, he also goes, I wouldn't change anything. So this guy's a vegetable at 45, 46. And he says, I, w- I wouldn't give up <laughs> one ounce of that spectacular career that nobody remembers. Not even him. Yeah. Nobody cares. I mean, that's the thing about these guys that give up their brain for these moments. They're fleeting. Nobody fucking remembers. Like, yeah, it's great at that time. But in five, ten years, even Anderson Silva will be forgotten. Everybody forgets everybody. Look at
0: I mean, oh, Fedor, yeah, he was
1: on the MMA. Uh, now you're just like, yeah, it's done, yeah, undefeated for ten years. He's the greatest fighter, greatest at that heavyweight,
0: time. At, you know, because you know, yeah, he had a few tomatoes. Now I'm a Fedor nut swinger by full. Addition. Oh, I love Fedor, but he beat a prime Cop, a prime Nogueira. I think he beat uh, who else did he beat? Prime, a couple more dudes in there, full prime, uh, and now people just remember him. Dude, remember when
1: Randleman? Yeah, so I thought he paralyzed Fedor when he dropped him on his neck Yeah, and then he got up. Dude, we were talking earlier Fedor by far the greatest guy to ever stand in a ring. He was so calm and relaxed that you, you did not think this guy was going into a fight. He looked like one. I remember in one pride. He was playing cards. In right. the back, and then they told him he had to come up and fight. He just put his cards down, and he went back. He just walked to the, or to the ring. And that's what
0: made him Fedor, just that stoic Dolph Lundgren, Rocky IV. Just well, that was because
1: Dolph Lundgren couldn't act.
0: Well, I don't know about that. He I, just if, did the... if you saw Red Scorpion, I would disagree. Wait,
1: have you seen his uh, newer films, like from the 2000s? They go straight to Laserdisc. <laughs> <laughs> This, this stuff, right, new I mean, We
0: might have stumbled on the new podcast tr- tr- threesome here, but we'll you know, when, when you're around, I mean, I'm just—it doesn't have to be called the inappropriate earl cast. It was just no, I, I'm, but yep. thank, well,
1: thanks for having me on. And uh, you want to plug I,
0: anything? Comedy store appearances?
1: Um, no, I, yeah, I won't be anywhere, and I don't really have anything. No, uh, go to Danish O'Neill on spell Twitter. it spell at it. Danish O'Neill. It's uh, Danish D A N I S. H uh, and uh, O'Neill is O N E I L L and the Great Jordan. You got anything you want to plug
0: other
2: than Roller Girls ass? N- oh, dude, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not attracted to Roller Girls. Give out your Twitter though. Um, Jordan the Lion. I will. Uh, I'll be filming my first movie in January. Got what? Uh, Two weeks on a Christmas movie. So
0: wait, it's filmed in January, are fil- We're filming it in January for it's a Christmas, Christmas movie being filmed in January. Yeah, I mean, man,
2: you got to do it a year in advance. So who's
0: marketing that? The Comedy Store?
2: You know it. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. It's your movie,
1: or yeah. you're in in one. No, I, 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 uh, well, who's it, 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 it? Who's in it? Um, it's an independent movie. The, the guy. Oddly enough, the guy. Is it pay? pay? Yeah.
0: This sounds like an Eric Roberts movie.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh wait, like the gay kid? No, no, no. Boner? Play like, play like Tony best oh, that's Growing show. Pains.
1: Tony Danza's best who had Tony No Danza's Boner Pains? from Growing Pains yeah. used to
0: <laughs> wa- He used to watch us play hockey Sunday nights at Culver City. Was he gay? It's possible. Yeah, yeah, he I don't press know what, his dick against the glass. He is. Yeah. No, he just was kind of he he was still young and he would just like he looked like Boner, like it you know, he, <laughs> he was just like watch us play. High. It was a real crazy group of dudes. O.J. Simpson's mailman, Blake Big Black <laughs> Bruce. What? Black Bruce. He's like, "Yeah, man." Yeah, yeah, B- Bruce Thomas, Black Bruce.
1: <laughs> Is that it? when he walked in? Would he be like? Would he introduce himself as O.J. Simpson's mailman? Cause Basically, because that, that really doesn't bring much cachet to anything. But it did with the group that was in that. They're like, holy right. shit! And, and what were the questions that went on for him? Did you ever meet him? Yeah, oh
0: yeah, he was a great dude, and uh, he's like, yeah, man, I could have fucked Nicole. She was always jiving me, man, and then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, Actually, I did live down the street from O.J. when he was in Bel Air. And but, you lived across the street from uh, Kareem. Well, I lived across the street from Kareem, whose house had no corners. It was like a circular house. Uh, also, uh, down the road from me, like probably 500 yards, was uh, Sylvester Stallone. I think when he was boning, uh, who was that actress? Blonde, Susan R- Anton. Okay. And uh, then after he moved out, Vidal Sassoon moved in. And, uh, Jesus. crazy neighbor. Who's you know. who? You know, but, uh, you know, Old I lived a wild life, man. <laughs> Jesus, that was a late riser.
1: Let me <laughs> take it right there. What the, the fuck was
0: that? Jordan. Comes <laughs> Holy in. shit. That was like Anderson Silva. It was like you the... took
1: you put uh, two fingers in your asshole and then squeezed it until <laughs> it was r- really long and stretched out. So you could get that sound just right. <laughs> But yeah, here's the thing. Your guys'
0: farts do smell. Mine are... Mine oh, are dude. Well, no one's
1: eaten fucking yam. Oh, what was that shit you ate
0: before uh, Chicken and yam mixed in with some kale. That's with cheese
1: like, uh, on top of it?
0: Uh, no, no cheese. It was cheese. Cheese. <laughs> what was the white gooey stuff? <laughs> that was... Uh, Bull semen? <laughs> yeah, I used to take that. <laughs> Bull semen? Yeah, there was this uh, Russian uh, supplement company called Russian Bear and they would have bull semen. Sounds like a gay porn site. Bull semen. Bull really? semen. Did, you, did you really take it? Oh, yeah. Was it powdered? Uh, no, it was uh, boron. they mix it in with their boron, and you do little drops.
1: So you drank bull semen. Yeah. And what's it supposed to do?
0: Uh, just make you big. Imagine what it would be like <laughs> if you just sucked
1: somebody's dick straight from the tap. Well, or if you just sucked that bull. You should have... I Sucked <laughs> off the bull? I had a farm. I grew up on a farm. Did you have if any If I bulls? knew you then, oh, yeah, I would have jerked <laughs> one off for you. Straight,
0: straight big old glass. glass. Uh, well, I think that's a good way to end okay. the uh, a very special edition of the yeah. Inappropriate Earl cast. Once G- again, great card,
1: but a very sad ending to a legend in the sport because right. uh, he he will not be back.
0: Yeah, I mean, he broke his leg. They're going to have uh, to put probably pins in it. And, and it was a hard break. I mean, literally. He's
1: 38. He has nothing left to prove.
0: Yeah, I mean he will go he'll be like Fedor. People say he was the best of his generation and then Oh uh, absolutely
1: but he not gonna leave till he lost. But even more dominant than Fedor.
0: Oh yeah, oh for sure. And, and he uh, fought the best. And of the Not best. too many tomato cans on his card, maybe a few guys, but uh you know, MMA everyone has tomato cans on their card i mean you can't
1: uh, i mean when you wipe out a division you have to wait for a new guy to come in
0: i mean maybe with the exception of john jones he i mean he had like Matt Cienko. i can never say this guy's name matt Inko, but oh yeah motodschenko Ma- not a
1: tomato can but Dude, um, he was like 42 yeah. and he would just get knocked the fuck out he had matt Hamill, too yeah who so. is a he's a deaf tomato a can A deaf tomato can but uh, maybe him and
0: luferigno should do a podcast you know I see, O'Neal. This podcast ain't done. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys. All right. Uh, this has That's... been the Inappropriate Earl Cast Special Edition UFC 168 Recap. Ryan O'Neal. Hello. Jordan the Lion Cat. Ew. Um, you know, to, You know, we'll oh, that ho- one smelled. We'll hopefully be on iTunes and all the usual spots. So I might uh, not sign off on this. Uh, well, do you want me to tell a story about the first time I heard the n word? <laughs> we'll save that
1: for next time Okay, I, I remember this great story. story It's it a is. great
0: story And I'm not going to say that word uh, Leave him on a cliffhanger I don't Yeah yeah It's a great story This is like You know Sons of Anarchy Season
1: 5 They give you a little tasty Killing Pope So you wonder Where does where the black uh, gang go What uh, what section of iTunes Is this going to be under uh, The white supremacist culture
0: this is going to be under it's the... a lot of, um, lot of talk of N-Bombs here. It's a
1: record label uh, run by Tom
0: Metzger, uh, who's uh, <laughs> ex-Grand Dragon. Um, I, I've signed a tentative 10-year uh, deal. Do you want a book signing with him? Yeah, I'm going to do a book signing in Whiteface. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, hey, I think in four years uh, there'll be four black guys in KISS. Hey, Ted Danson can manage them. Hey,
1: there goes those 80 references.
0: Yeah, yeah. By the way, how did Vinnie Vincent get kicked out of the Vinnie Vincent invasion? Tweet these questions and answers to uh, Earl Skakel at uh, mindspring.org and uh what?
2: and send those dick pics to Earl Skakel at
0: mindspring.org and request Ryan o'neill at the comedy store. He's one of the good ones and uh ask <laughs> uh ask for the talent coordinator. It's say Earl uh Earl's the new Dell razor. So uh <laughs> that's it guys. All uh, right. Uh, live from the West Hollywood compound. lois my Wait, dog. Are you going
1: to call what are you going to call this? Place? This is going to be special edition UFC 168. No what are you what are you going to call your studio?
0: This is—I uh, don't know what I'm going to call it. Maybe the uh, Earl Center. Uh, Bone. Yeah, I don't want to take away from your guys' uh, boner stuff. Um, maybe uh, you were wh- never
1: a fan of Boner City.
0: Well, uh, listen—it's you get you know Dennis and uh, Brody and Barris are the, my four favorite comics, and, and I mean that sincerely. Really? I, I mean, I, didn't I know would. That. I literally would watch you guys. I'm such a stage hog. I, I don't want to watch comedy. I want to do it. You four are the only four I, I will sit in a room and watch. But um, um, even though we talk a lot of wacky stuff on this show and in my life and about you know women and whores <laughs> and, these, and gas bombs, and uh, my neighbors probably think there's a firework display in my house for the last four but I hours. They think your fucking toilet is overflowing. And, shit. Uh, my pancake dookie. They might uh, think you're dead.
1: You're just a rotting carcass, a rotting corpse. You guys talk too much about the ass-eating thing. It's why well, I, I didn't. It was never my thing. I would it, always put a moratorium on it.
0: Because I know me and Barris get Are into it. Are you jerking off? No, Barris always tells me about ass-eating, Earl. You got to do it, and it's like, listen, I don't care how clean a girl is there's going to be shrapnel back there so uh we'll leave on that we'll do the n-word story first time i heard it next ufc uh special edition podcast um this has been fun it's been real and uh i'll see you guys on the sunset strip thanks
1: thanks for tuning in
0: stay white guys